Hello, friends. This is Ben, your friendly neighborhood community podcaster, co-host of Good Morning Greendale, and other podcasts. So if you've been wondering where we've been, uh, we recorded this episode that you're about to listen to in December of 2022, right before Christmas. In fact, you may note that we reference upcoming holidays uh, quite a bit in this episode. Um, And uh, what happened is that after recording this, uh, but before it was edited and released, uh, a car crashed into my house, um, which was great. Um, I would not recommend a having a car crash into your house um, because uh, it damaged our living room and uh, we have spent the last couple of months uh, arguing with insurance and getting contractors to fix the wall, uh, fix our entire living room wall. And um, it has been a mess. And so I've basically had to stop doing anything fun uh, while I deal with the just the, the raw time sink and emotional drain of that. So um, we are still actually in the process of getting it fixed, uh, but things are starting to calm down enough that uh, we are back. So... The schedule might still be a little bit weird uh, in the coming month or so while this uh, wraps up. But um, anyways, uh, yeah, just appreciate your patience. And um, you can ignore all of the holiday references in this episode on account of the fact that that happened uh, three months ago. So anyways, um, thanks again for your patience and enjoy this episode that we recorded way back in the year 2022. Wait! Are we sure we can't stop the school from being sold to Subway? I'm afraid so, Chang. Okay. I just want to make sure. Ha <laughs> Screw you guys! It's time to get paid! Five dollar! Five dollar foot long! Any, any, any five! Five dollar foot long! Any, any, any five! Chang just unexpectedly betrayed the group for the last time. Good morning, Greendale. I'm Ben. And I'm Mike. And here are your morning announcements. And today we're talking about Community Season 5, Episode 12. Almost done with the season, Mike. I know. Today we're talking about the episode, Basic Story. And in uh, honor of the episode, I don't have an elaborate bit to get into the outsourcing of Mike's bits. So we're just going to go ahead and outsource Mike's bits. You have bits for your bits. I've always had bits for my bits, friend. Yo, yo, dog, I heard you like bits. <laughs> remember remember when that was like the funniest thing the internet had to offer? Oh, there's been so like, many since. Was like, yo, dog, I heard you like things. So I put thing on your thing so you can do the thing while you do the thing. Mm-hmm. And like, we were all like, oh, that's so funny. Now load up the next Chuck Norris meme. We've come a long way from 2006. You know, a lot of a way, but really, have we come all that far? <laughs> Hit me anyway, with that bit. Hit me get, with that bit. Let's get that good, good shuffle. The bit inside of Outsourcing Mike's Bits. 
Hit me with your best bit. Fire away. All right. I have done the good, good shuffle. And here is the top card. My good friend, Ben. Okay. I don't... You are already <laughs> laughing and I don't like it. Oh, it's just funny because I... Uh, I, I just, I'm very excited to hear your answer, friend. Okay. Would you rather spike the punch or Xerox your butt at the next office party? I do want to mo mention, though, that Xerox, I believe, is a brand name and not an action. So basically, it's copying, but we're using the Kleenex tissue kind of thing. Sure. No, Xerox has been, um, uh, what's the term? There's a term Generified? for that. Yeah. Xerox yeah. has been pretty generified. It's I, I think it's it's sort of lost its brand name status. Mm -hmm. uh, much the, the the detriment of I, Xerox. I will um, say I know somebody that used to work at Xerox. Um anyways, to answer your question and I'm not it's it's not a funny answer. I would rather uh photocopy my butt because um first of all classic will you prank will you staple it to your boss's face oh no um so I love, you, ben. I love you so much we did <laughs> we did a weird owl thing together so uh yeah because that's the the one weird owl album that i know is running with scissors um we've mentioned this before it's the because a friend of mine burned me a copy hilarious. and i owe i owe mr yankovic the price of one burning with scissor <laughs> because Burning with scissor, running with scissor. He, my friend, burned me a copy of it, so it's burning with scissor now. Of course, uh, I, I owe I owe Mr. Yankovic the the price of admission for one running with scissor. So, um, you know, we've been over that, anyways. So the point is, I would rather photocopy my butt, uh, because um, spiking the punch is a mean thing to do because people may or may not want to drink they may be uh you know expected to oh, be the fair. the designated driver or they might be um in recovery or they may just not want to drink whereas if i photocopy my butt it's a victimless I can be crime. like it's a it's a victimless crime except for the photocopier um yeah but that's property and, damage. Uh-huh. Exactly. Exactly. I'm way more into property damage than I am. Uh, to assault. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, so I would rather do the property damage of photocopying my butt. And then that way I can go around and be like, excuse me, sir or madam or non-binary friend. Would you like a photocopy of my butt and then they can say yes or no. And then if they say yes, I can be like, here, here are my, my sweet cheeks. Um, take a look at that pressed ham and they'll be like, Oh wow. Yes. You did a good job, Ben. Good, whereas good if job, I ben. spike, whereas if I spike the punch, I'm just being a jerk to everyone. Yeah. So that's my, that's my two cents. You know what? I would agree with you, but I will say uh, mo most of the office parties I've ever been to, you don't need to spike the punch. It's already there uh, because I've worked at some weird offices as a tech bro. So, uh, yeah, I guess I'm Xeroxing my Z uh, photocopying my butt, but not stapling it to my boss's face. I like my boss too much. I, I guess I can say this. I don't work at the company anymore, but uh, I, I worked at a company where the the holiday also first of all 
how wild that this is the episode we're releasing the the <laughs> <laughs> we're recording the Tuesday before Christmas and we're releasing the Tuesday after Christmas. Oddly timed holiday themed card. Um anyways, I've oh, I worked terrific. at a, I worked at a place that was like, okay, so the holiday party, we're not going to do it after hours because we don't want to. And so right, we're going to sure. do it on like a Thursday at two in the afternoon and you can have a maximum of two drinks. And if you have any alcohol whatsoever, you are not allowed to return to work under any circumstances and you have to go home. So, (laughs) which, which also means you need, you need the approval of your boss to just basically check out at two o'clock on a Thursday. Um, I sure as hell couldn't. So I was like, all right, cool. Thanks for sucking all the fun out of this holiday party um, that's happening on 2 o'clock on a Thursday. And it was just, like, covered in so many, like, caveats. And they had to sound out a second email that's like, for the record, we're oh not God. endorsing drinking and driving. But you cannot return to work. We don't. We're not endorsing drinking and driving, but you do have to leave after having any alcohol. And it was just like this weird mess. And it was like, okay, thanks, mom. Like it was like (laughs) it was it was like having a Christmas party with your high school principal um, and finding out that he's exactly like he is uh, uh, in his home life as he is at school. Um it's like having it's like having a Christmas party with the the principal uh, from the school in Back to the Future, and he's just like discipline. You're a slacker, McFly. Uh-huh. And then at home, you're he's like, also you're disciplining. Like, can I but- can I have a drink? And he's like, Well, you already had one, so that's gonna be your last one, and you can't return after. Like, okay, thanks, guy. If if we're okay, I, I'm gonna take I'm gonna go left turn because I don't know where I can go with that. But we're so you mentioned the Back to the Futurama principle, and what you're saying is that Back if to the Future principle, not Back to the Futurama principle. There's a difference. <laughs> I'm the Back to the Futurama principle, um, and I say party down with Slurms McKenzie. Ah, uh, right. But what we're saying is that the principle uh, of from Back to the Future at home is exactly the same as he is yeah, one hundred percent. And so his his bedroom time is also exactly like that. He's all about discipline. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Excellent. I'm glad. I'm glad we note, got to that point. Let's <laughs> let's finish photocopying our butts, and then we will talk about Community season five, episode twelve, basic story. It is a story all about how. Um, Sorry, my calendar alarm just went off. It's all good. I legitimately is, thought you were about to do the Fresh Prince of Mel- Bel-Air there. Story about how. My life this got is a story all about down. how. No. Yeah, yeah, um, that's what I literally thought you were going to do. I'm like, wh- why? No, we have a remind. I put a, we have a reminder on our calendar to put out our Trash Tuesday night. And um, inconveniently, I have set an alarm <laughs> at 6 p.m. <laughs> despite the fact that that is generally when we are starting a podcast every single week. Right. Um, Perfect timing. Ben. It is perhaps the least least useful alarm ever. Because I'm like, oh, I'll remember to do that in an hour. And then I don't. So it's fine. 
Um, Terrific. Anyways, Terrific. so this is uh, this is kind of this is the first part of a two part episode to wrap up the fifth season. Uh, it's a story about how the school becomes profitable, and then so they sell it off to Subway, and then yep. the Greendale committee. This, the Save Greendale Committee has saved Greendale so that it can be sold to Subway. Sandwich Restaurant Subway. Making its second uh, appearance. Uh, yep. like Because, like, Man, I don't know. Do, Subway I, I just loves... Subway loves this communi- community college specifically. Yes. I don't know what the actual, like, behind-the-scenes aspect of this episode was by any means. But I am, like... Did Subway come back and be like, yo, we loved it the first time. We really got to get back on the show. Or was it just like the writers being like, well, we got to sell out to somewhere. And then like, I don't know, um, all of the other like Burger King being like, no way, man. I'm not going to touch that with a 10 foot pole. Right. And then Subway, them finally being like. Subway, you did it before. <laughs> how how you feeling about round two? This is after the negotiations with KFC fell apart, right? For their like, second time, right? So like, I I do I do have to wonder that because like, I mean I don't know maybe I don't have to wonder maybe it's on the the internet movie database dot com. Um, well, the Wikipedia doesn't have anything on this. Uh, the internet movie database.com is probably just going to be like references. This references season three, episode, whatever. When Britta dated Subway, the person who was also a restaurant. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's see. Season five. Basic story. Trivia. Trivia. Come on. Come on, Bezos. Why are you being so slow? Hold on a second. Okay. Okay. You, you found something that I have not. <laughs> so I went to the internetmoviedatabase.com. Okay. And uh, I was trying to see how this how this subway part two came to be. Right. The according to uh, to this to according to Jeffrey Bezos himself. Uh, I'm sure from, he's the one from, who posted this from the mouth of Jeffrey Bezos. Trivia. The free $5 footlongs for life Subway black card, like the McDonald's gold card and the Burger King's crown card, really exists. These cards are handed out to famous celebrities like athletes and movie stars as part of long-term promotional campaigns. I thought that was a joke. I thought they were just like, what's up? This is, this is a joke. I mean, it is still kind of a joke. <laughs> it is still, it is. But also like, you know, I mean, we've talked... Hi, we've had a lot of fun here today. <laughs> we've talked about Subway before. I can't tell you the last time. Actually, I can tell you the last time I had Subway. It was at PodCon 2018 because that was the only restaurant in the convention center. <laughs> it was true. Um, and so that was the last time I had Subway. But I, I tell you, I'll tell you what. If Subway handed me a card that was like, what's up? Free Subways for life, baby. Well, yes. $5 footlongs. I'd be like, all right, I'm going to do that once a week. Like, yeah, I'll be it's in a there. Free I'll, get, food. I'll get, I'll get <laughs> my $5 food, footlong. Please. What's up? Here's, here's my uh, Subway for life black card, baby. 
Hit me up with that sub. What's up? It's your boy, Ben. I'm getting another Subway sandwich because you got to do it uh, because you're you're a vlogger now, apparently. Uh To be fair, um, if you basically have one meal for I mean, honestly, you can get all meals for free. They have all foods at Subway. Here's my question. If I'm going to be if I'm going to be like a YouTube vlog. Yep. Personality. Mm -hmm. uh, Am I going to be a wife guy? Oh, I hope you don't. Oh, no. I hope you don't. Oh, no. No, no, no. A, Anyways, wife, it, a wife guy only sets ones up for for failure. There's no success okay, there. Okay. You have to have a personality on your own merits. So, uh, anyways. The Which is why does... all of our fans love us. <laughs> we have personality in spades, I guess. Sure. Um uh so there's nothing in the trivia that that uh references that um i did i did see on uh reddit.com a different failing uh site uh that there are um uh there's like a youtube video with dan Harmon talking about integrated marketing so i'm assuming it is sponsored again by it so uh, i'm i'm assuming that subway their their marketing team is just aware enough that it's like yeah sure we can be the villains of this community college specifically mm-hmm. um i do also want to call out since i am on the internet movie database.com all right what does um, what does what does bezos have to say uh well this is actually a review uh oh, i don't so- usually read other people's reviews of <laughs> um of, of this television show however is this a new, uh, uh, a new segment called uh, Reading IMDb Reviews with Ben? IMDb.com user Daisy is a Baker says, okay. This is another giant Subway commercial. And then they, get, they, they gave it three out of ten stars. Stop sugarcoating and denying it. The creators of Community were once again, in all caps, Selling their souls to Subway. Americans love capitalism. Okay, well, I have some thoughts here. Um, A, no one is denying that Subway's in the episode. I don't right. think. I don't, I don't know what's going on. Um, second, uh-huh. uh, from what I understand, uh, these partnerships were kind of important for community to be made. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. So that, you know, while it, yes, capitalism kind of controls a lot, uh, I do like community uh, and I want more of it. So if Subway is like, here, we'll pay, we'll pay for it. I'm happy to, to watch it. Um, and B, uh, it's, it, is it really an advertisement for it when Subway is literally the antagonist? The concept of Subway is the antagonist here. Four out of 30 people found that review helpful. <laughs> oh damn i'm so glad i had a i had a mouthful of beer and it just would have gone everywhere oh that's uh, funny that's a good one so uh thank thank you to imdb.com user daisy is a baker for reminding me mm-hmm. that this is a giant subway commercial so let's get back to our subway commercial review podcast <laughs> um, i mean we've done it at least twice now so might as well just go ahead and change uh pivot now Mm-hmm. It's the it's the end of season five. We'll come back in season six and just be like, "Yo, what up? 
it's it's the subway pod and then we'll be like yo i got that italian bmt baby i got them meatballs on my sub put, put some pepper jack on that meatball sub brosef oh damn that would be good oh yeah no i always get you get you get the you pepper know, jack you get I, the meatballs you get a little bit just a little bit of their like spicy sauce on top sure. of it some lettuce perfect sub i'm pretty sure we discussed our usual subway orders the first we, time we definitely did up. we definitely did and then but- i told the story about the guy who told me i was ordering my sandwich wrong and then he he asked in order he asked if he could make my sandwich how he would make it and i let him and it was pretty good um we've been down this subway rabbit hole before because this is as daisy as a baker would put it another commercial for subway and therefore, this episode of Good Morning Greendale is also a free advertisement for Subway. Hey, Subway, if you're listening, I'll take one of those black cards. Thank you, <laughs> Mr. Subway. I, give me the black card. I, I'll go. I'll go down to the Subway, get a, a meatball sub, and be like, "Hell yeah, I got this." For talking uh, about Subway on a podcast that was supposed Twice. to be about a television show. Daisy but- is a baker. Hates me. <laughs> I'm public enemy number one. <laughs> yeah, that target on my head from Daisy as a baker, that's what earned me this black card, bitch. And I'll just toss it down on the, the table and be like, now get me my meatball sub. Except not, because I'm, I'm nice to the people who serve me my food. did you say, sir, this is a subway? <laughs> <laughs> Um, wow. Okay. So, um, anyways, uh, it's a giant subway commercial. Yes. So, um, but, but for a bit, there's no story whatsoever. Uh, because again, I, I like legitimately, they, they're like, there's nothing to do. So they just sit there content and place, play stuff on their phones for 30 minutes. Um, so I love the idea of a sitcom briefly not having a situation to be comedic against. It's uh-huh. very anti-comedy. Uh, a an insurance appraiser appraiser does come to do an inspection. Everyone um, panics. I, I I love the insurance appraiser because he's oh, so yeah. weird and boring and like yeah, there Michael is McDonald a, from uh, Mad TV fame. There is a certain type of person who is that just like. I am here for the business. I'm I'm going to recite just code at you like, oh, well, the state defines anything with four legs and a tail as a dog. So mice, uh, dogs, mice, uh, horses, they're all just different sizes of dog. Now, how does the state define size? Like <laughs> and just the the type of person who can just like effortlessly go into those sort of descriptions like. There's a certain, I hesitate to say charm to it, because it's, if I was talking to that person at a party, I would uh, be like, excuse me, I have to go photocopy my butt now. Um, right. Yes, of course. Got to go back to the butt. Uh, always go back to the butt. That's my advice. So, <laughs> uh, but in the, in t- on like a TV show, like. It's such a good character. I really oh, appreciate yeah, it's very that. Good. Like he does such a good job. He 
he shows up, he he checks the steps, he checks the vending machines to make sure it won't crush um, insurance adjusters. Uh, or the dean. Or the dean. He The dean does try to crush himself under a vending machine. He says, um, I believe he says, let me be one of the six. Let me be one of the six this year. Crank, crank this vending machine like a tip over and crush you. Why not? Why? Because we fixed it when we saved Greendale. We saved Greendale. And now they're going to sell it. And the insurance adjuster does find that the school is actually worth something so the school board guys because we we got the re- it's the return of subway it's the return of the school board guys who are drunk there's a lot of or just there's drunk. a lot of heavy hitters in this episode um starburns is here starburns comes back not in the zardos costume but i'm very know. disappointed he must have he, the rental must have come up but now I, let's talk about starburns for a moment i do want to talk about starburns i want yes there is plot afoot for a different episode here. Exactly. You're reading my mind because when they when when the insurance adjuster says that Greendale actually has value, it should be considered an asset. Everyone starts partying and Starburns, Starburns, Starburns. starts playing. He has a he has a little little boombox and he starts playing Ants Marching by Dave Matthews, a a band, a band that he claims to not know. Jacuz! His main alibi in not being the ass crack bandit is that he is not a friend of Dave's. And yet he puts on Dave for an exciting moment. Now, there are two ways to read this. One, he was lying and his alibi is B.S. The other way to read this is that since the ass crack bandit, he has been like, oh, everyone keeps talking about this Dave Matthews guy and I'm going to check him out. And now 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 in a in a post ass post ass crack bandit world, he's like, no, I, I, I dig it. I understand why everyone was into this. Sure. Now, which one is more likely? And I will. Uh, maybe uh, we're not in a, uh, a court of law, so I, I don't have to prove my case. However, my thought would be, why would someone who was imprisoned partially because he likes Dave or he didn't, he, they thought he was the ass crack bandit in, in that kind of connection to Dave. Why would somebody that was in prison be like, you know what? They might be right about this. Let me listen to this. I think he was lying the whole time. Objection. <laughs> I mean, this is a groove. Now, here's the thing. Hold on, it is very loud in my earphones, and you are not. <laughs> my my client claims that he did not know Dave Matthews prior to the events of the Ass Crack Bandit. I like how I said we're not in a court of law, and you're like, no, objection, we are in a court of law. The fact that he knows who Dave Matthews is after the ass cr- the incident of the ass crack bandit, when Dave Matthews was highly, highly politicized 
and brought to the forefront of everyone's knowledge in the events of the Ass Crack Bandit, does not it make sense, Mike, that he might know who Dave Matthews is now after sure. everyone was talking about it in the school? That is a that is a point that can be made. Now, was it was it uh, do do you think that that was like intentional, like uh, callback? That Starburns of all people would be doing that, or was it just like we already paid to use this song? <laughs> Although I think, I think you have to pay for it in another episode. I don't know yeah, how I think music you have to pay rights for work. it again. Uh, again, mm-hmm. we don't know how music rights work. We don't know how literally anything works. However, I do think it, it, when it comes. <laughs> well, now objection. Objection. Do you know how so, music rights work? That was my original point. You did <laughs> Now, if if you have to pay for the music rights again, that implies that Dan Harmon shilled out more money in order to make a single reference back to the Ass Crack Bandit episode, implicating Star Burns, right. who apparently is my client and I have turned on uh, based on the narrative I'm laying out I'm here. I'm no longer the defense. I am joining the prosecution. <laughs> well, it's it's amazing how good of a lawyer you would be. Um, um, <laughs> you're like, no, Mike, my, my dude is super guilty, guys. Guys, what is, what are we doing here? <laughs> I mean, look, look, look at, look, <laughs> look at, at it. Look at He's got burns for stars. I mean, stars for burns. I get so confused. Um, um, no, I really, regardless, I do think that Dan Harmon is the kind of person that would be like, yes, yes, we're gonna do this. Right, because that would be that would be paying licensing fees to make a, a tiny callback, uh-huh. which is a thing that he would do a hundred percent. Basically, him and like uh, Arrested Development are like the two, the the two like this show and Arrested Development are the two shows that would have been like, yeah, we're gonna drop the licensing fee on an on yet another. Uh, use of this song just to call back to that episode a few moments like <laughs> five episodes ago the one where we used it a lot we're not going to even reference that we're using it here where it's just it's just going to happen um maybe that's why they had to do yet another subway ad because they had to pay for the rights <laughs> for dave matthews and marching I'm, twice we are unraveling the this web onion live. the web untangles um, also, I like how in the Ass Crack Bandit episode, we're like, we're not going to litigate this. We're it's been it's been done to death. We don't need to. Do- and here it's like needle drop for ants marching, and we're just like, hold on a second, and we're pulling out Ace Attorney soundtracks and uh, sound clips, yes. and mm-hmm. this is this is a companion episode to the Ass Crack Bandit episode. Uh, man, hilarious. Anyways, um, Subway Subway buys the school. Yes. Um, is uh, the Abed, thing. Abed has kind of a side story where he's like fighting against whether or not he's got a story or not. And for a navel-gazy, masturbatory comedy that Community is, Abed's story is the most navel-gazy, masturbatory possible. It's incredible. Uh-huh. He's like, but you're you, like, literally, he, you're pulling me across the threshold to refuse the call. It's like, okay, what... Why are we so inside to baseball here? Right. Um, so, uh, so yeah, the Abed's Abed's little story is kind of weird because he he does spend the whole episode being like, "There's no story," and then there's a story because 
by saving Greendale, they've destroyed Greendale. It gets purchased by Subway, mm-hmm. which is so now it's a sandwich university. Um, and unfortunately, I think this is when we have to talk about the quote unquote guest star. Things that did not age well. Jared Fogel's appearance in this episode. Yes. Uh, this this uh, uh, happened a year before it started. I mean, it, it was like rumored since uh, 2007, but the FBI uncovered uh, it in 2015. So... You you know you know how I remember that it was 2015 is because that's the year I moved out to Portland and I was listening to podcasts um, about like literally the day so I stopped for the night in Idaho and then uh-huh. like the next day the a podcast I downloaded was just like this just happened and they're like talking about like the the, the him getting guy, arrested yeah. and like all of that so like that's how I'll always remember it was 2015. Yeah, uh, um, Jared Fogel's and piece also, of shit. Uh, we're just going yeah. to put that out there as an editorial just now. Uh-huh, 100%. Um, I, I concur with that. Um, it, it is also weird because, like, I, I have a lot of weird emotions about that drive out here to Portland and, like, specific moments in specific parts of that drive where I remember listening to specific things. And so the episode um, of the podcast, Keith and the Girl, that I was listening to where they talked about uh, the, his arrest uh, was show like notes. was like uh, cruising on down I eighty four through Idaho. Um, I remember this was like specific part. Like if I was if I was to drive back from like from sure. Idaho to Oregon um, on oh, eighty four, this is the Jared Fogel part. I, I would be like, this is where I learned that he got arrested. Um, so. <laughs> yeah, very, very surreal to have yeah, that to have that be the thing imprinted on my brain as I'm like, I'm picking up my whole <laughs> life and a, moving across the country. That's such a wild thing. That's such so wild. Um, uh, anyway, yeah, Jared Fogel's a piece of shit. So yeah. um, We're gonna and he makes an now. appearance in this episode and it kind of sucks. Fortunately, um, it's you could cut it out and lose nothing of co- of consequence. I would say they should do that. So, um, I mean, they did other things to different other episodes. Anyways, the the school the school gets turned into a sandwich school. Um, I do, I do really want to call out when 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 Abed and Annie go to talk to to the dean and the subway guys there. And uh, Annie's Annie's like, uh, oh, can't even wait until Greendale's corpse is cold before you put on a six inch white bun. And the subway guy is just like, young lady, that's not fair. Subway doesn't call it bread buns and we don't serve white. We serve Italian, honey oat, nine grain wheat. Great. Thanks for making my joke accurate. Now it's hilarious. I find that very funny because like if you go into a subway and you ask for something on white, they'll just be like, what? Like you got to You got to ask for it on Italian. It's it's like part of the brand. I will also say Abed continues as well. Then what do you call bread? He's like bread. It's like, but how do you call your units of bread and breads? And he just gets Uh stared at. It's very funny (laughs) to me. Um, Not to mention that there's such an iconic shot of Jim Rash crying in his underwear, which is always wonderful. Uh 
Uh-huh. I love Jim Rash, and if he's crying in his underwear, it's so much better. It's 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 wonderful. He's just he's a he, uh, he, uh, national international treasure. It's Universal iconic. Treasure. It's it's definitely iconic. Um, so uh, so yeah, um, that the- is. <laughs> fun jim rash being sad about <laughs> I mean, the school I mean, he also when when uh he he gets dressed uh when annie and abed come in and he makes he has a custom label maker and makes a custom label that says bad dean and puts it on his forehead and the idea mm-hmm. of him furiously making this label and sticking it to his forehead is very funny to me that's why i'm not allowed to have a label maker because i would 100 do that i would oh, be yeah. like I would start out being like, okay, I need to label like, I mean, you know, I work in tech. So like a lot of the times I've had label makers, it's like, oh, I got to put like an IP address on a, on a router or something. So I would start doing that despite the fact that I know what the IP address of my router is. And I'm the only one in this house who needs to know what the IP address of the router is. But then you move towards like cabinets and these are where the shoes Uh go and stuff Uh like that. My shoe cabinet. And then eventually I'm just going to be like, well, I'm going to put a label on the cat food bowl and put because like Lear gets dry food uh, downstairs and Amalthea gets cat upstairs and they don't they're not supposed to eat each other's food, but they do. And I'll be like, ha, this will solve it. And I'll just put like Amalthea's food and Lear's food because they can read and be like, oh, I'm sorry. Uh-huh. And then Sarah will be like, stop wasting the label maker because they the cats can't read it. And then I'll be like, um, OK, and I'll 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 start labeling like table. Uh, I'll, Malicious I'll, I'll, compliance. I, I'll I'll look up what the whatever the name of the Ikea table we have is and I'll label it. So I don't rem- I don't forget what the name of the table is it's like Elktorp or something. You got to um, you got to label your your Elktorps. You got to label your Elktorps so that you know it's an Elktorp. So when friends come over, you can be like they can be like, "Oh, that's a nice table." And you be like, "Thanks. It's an Elktorp." <laughs> um is that the new version of Thanks it's got pockets? No, because that's because being being like, thanks, my my Ikea tables and Elktorp is not a thing to really be that proud of. Um, So but people will know. And then I'll once I'm done with that, I'll just be like, well, uh, I'll put I'll put a label on my head. This says Ben. So that when we do our podcast, you'll see my video and I'll say Ben and they'll be like, OK, good. Oh, it's good. not I, it's not it, the evil twin. <laughs> Unless the evil twin got a hold of my label maker. Oh, no. I don't know. This bit's got this bit's not going anywhere. The point is, I'm not allowed to have a label maker for the exact same reason. Um, also, <laughs> if your career collapsed around you, would your yeah. first impulse to be to strip down to your underwear and cry in your office? Because that's a weird first impulse. I can kind of see it, depending on if you have an office or not. Like, um, I mean, I would, I would probably like pour myself some whiskey or something, but like, I don't know, like... Uh, stripping stripping down to my undies and crying in my office feels like a lot i might cry in my office uh i don't think that i would i don't think my first impulse would be like i have too many clothes on for the emotions that i am feeling 
Uh, sure. I think that means we're a little bit more neurotypical than some. Uh, I'll say that. Uh, but I do think that, well, I mean, A, this is just kind of Craig's... Uh, well, yes, it's it's Craig's mo because he all he has previously <laughs> had a breakdown. This is how he copes to bad news and stuff. But yes, I, I don't. Think, I just I, I just want to know. I would, but I would what, certainly I would a hundred percent get off like uncomfortable pants to cry in my office. If you're like lay, if I'm getting laid off or like the company's not going to exist in two weeks, I'm yeah, hell yeah, I'm taking off my pants and having a good cry. Okay. Okay. Maybe um, not the shirt, but the pants absolutely get those well, off now, of there. Now, follow up question though, because okay. you mentioned the un- the uncomfortableness of the pants. In this situation, you have to wear a button up shirt and tie. Oh yeah, and- that's gone. That okay. Anytime I wear a suit, as soon as I enter the threshold of my own domicile that I can remove it, mm-hmm. it just all goes flying out. It's all gone. okay. Okay. I mean, I will say, like, I I, I like uh, every now and then uh, getting to wear a suit. Like, I pull it, I pull off a suit. Sure, like, super I agree, great. Um, absolutely. And but it's dude, it's fun. It's fun to get dressed up every now and then. But even as much as I I do actually kind of enjoy wearing a suit, the absolute best part of wearing a suit is walking in the front door and then taking the suit off. Absolutely, hundred percent. I can agree 100%. with that. Hundred percent. Now, if I if I had to go to work and and wear a button up shirt and tie and uh, uncomfortable pants, and I got laid off, I would probably wait till I got home to take that off. Still, um, but to each their own, you know. If you get laid off, like you know, whatever. What are they? What are they gonna do? Fire you? Exactly. And it's if you're if you're wearing underwear, they can't they can't uh, get you for indecent in- exposure. Your your bits are still covered. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, um, you don't get fired or you know taken to jail for wearing swim trunks or a bikini, do you? I mean, I might, but um, I mean, we're in Portland. Everything's cool. <laughs> I mean, I've been the the because I've done the naked bike ride so many years. Yeah. The number of times I'm just like, oh yeah, no, I've been I've been naked here and I've been naked there. Um, <laughs> I've I've been uh, I've been naked on, I think only two of the bridges in Portland actually. That see, that's a surprisingly low number. Because mm-hmm. half the time. It just stays on the east side, and oh, half the time it, it crosses the Burnside Bridge. I'm surprised it's not gone the Tilikum Crossing Bridge of the People. That would be a fun one to go over naked. Oh, yeah. Like, it's designed that, for people to be naked on it. Like, that, that, would, be, that would be an accomplishment. I, we're, we're just narrow casting to Portland listeners at this point. Um, <laughs> That's true. But I, but I, will, say, visit, I will say... To- <laughs> Come that to Tilikum Crossing Bridge of the People. If the if the naked bike ride happened and we went over the the Tilikum Crossing Bridge of the People, uh, I would I would be ecstatic. Now I have been naked under the uh, St. John's Bridge. Oh, didn't okay. go on it though. Okay, but I've no, been that, under it. Yeah, naked. yeah. Okay, <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm gonna need some context, but no, it's this is where it either started or stopped one year. I remember that. Uh-huh. For whatever reason, I thought you were being like, I was naked under the Hawthorne Bridge. And I'm like, what boat were you on? 
The nude boat. The nude boat. The nude boat. <laughs> um, actually, I may have been. I'm. I th- I've, I've been Go naked on. under the Hawthorne Bridge as well because it ended at uh, the waterfront. Um, oh yeah, okay. There. Yeah. So yeah, that makes sense. I've, okay, okay. So I'm 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 adding I'm adding to the the lore of of hey where I've d- been naked in the city. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter which bridge you've been on or under while naked. It just matters that you were on it or under it. Exactly. Um. But yeah, the the number of the number of times where I'll just be like, I'll, I'll suddenly look around and be like, oh wait, no, I've totally I've totally been naked here. Um, I've been naked there. I heard about Jared Fogel there. <laughs> <laughs> yep, this is <laughs> the the bin tour of Portland is buck wild. It is buck wild and occasionally buck naked. So. Um, <laughs> Um, I do, I do want to point out <laughs> that, uh, when they are reminiscing, they're looking, they're looking at the Dean's photos that are not actually the Dean's, mm-hmm. uh, he specifies, but they're mm-hmm. in his office. Um, there is one that is, uh, he's like, cause that's our, our civil rights march in 1989. Yep. So, you know, uh, Good times. And then he's like, and that's when we started offering Photoshop because he has a photo of him shaking hands or handing over like a ceremonial wreath, I think, yes. to JFK. <laughs> and I think it's very, it's very funny because one of, when I was in high school, one of the first things that I photoshopped when I when I was learning how to to do that was a picture of me shaking hands with Richard Nixon. So like, mm-hmm. I feel like. Um, I feel like that's just sort of like a good go-to of mm-hmm. like, you know, you you learn how to use Photoshop, boom, you're shaking hands with presidents. Sure. Um, and, and, and then later on, you decide to give those presidents foods in their hands. Well, yeah. So I that's that's a much more high level. Uh, oh, I'm not saying it's not high level. I'm thing. just saying like you've got presidents in your your oeuvre. Okay. Here's a picture of me. Uh, shaking hands with uh, President. Also, Nixon. also, I will, I will. Uh, uh, former presidents holding food. Tumblr. Com. Uh, if you want to see uh, Ben's wonderful photoshops, that is uh, uh, <laughs> there. There's a. Um, I love how you've <laughs> kind of gumped in there. You, oh yeah, it, no, it, I, I, I gumped in there quite a bit. Yeah. And and it's a uh, it's a very it's a young Ben. It's a very this was me in high school, um, very young me, um, shaking hands with uh, Richard Nixon. The tie dye um, is a great choice to meet President Richard Nixon. I think. Uh huh. Yeah, absolutely. And um, and there's a lot going on where the hands meet. Um, yeah, because that that is actually Elvis's hand. Um, <laughs> because I I was not. I was not able to uh, Photoshop my own hand in there. Yeah, so sure. It, no, I get this it. Is, this is the picture of him shaking hands with Elvis. And so um, the angle is a little bit weird. And Elvis had weird, bigger yeah. hands than I did. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, I wonder if you, you would. you would. <laughs> oh, man. I hope I hope everyone gets to see this image because it's very good. Uh, if I remember, I'll post it to Twitter. Um, 
anyways, uh, so yeah, I so do, I, I do love the tie dye, and you're and it's in black and white, so it's very funny to me. I I do feel I do feel a little bit like there's a there's sort of something that's just like inherent. Like I learned Photoshop. I'm gonna uh, get a picture of myself shaking hands with a president or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, as Mike said, check out former presidents holding It's one of my most weirdest and proudest achievements I've ever done. Um, well, particularly, I mean, particularly my, my Truman picture is maybe it's maybe the the best thing that I've ever done in my whole life. I will um, say that you, this is an evergreen art project that will have to change every so often. It's true. It's not technically done yet um, until there stops being former presidents. Um, <laughs> I, I don't want to talk about that <laughs> any longer. Thank you, friend. Uh, let's get back to the episode. Um, they find uh, the uh, there's a picture of. Um, uh, it's it's uh, Chris Elliott. It, it is Chris Elliott. Um, as uh Russell Borchert. There's the Borchert Hall. Uh he was a, a computer professor here. He he loved computers more than women's butts or hooters, according to the rhyme. Mm-hmm. Um and uh he apparently had sex with a computer one time, and that's his legacy now. And uh yeah, I mean, there's a I, honestly, if you have sex with a computer, it's your legacy, period. Full stop. Sorry. It's just it's just how it goes. Uh there the the inscription not the inscription, the little the little the little like plaque on the the photo says there's a secret behind this photo. And they look and there's like a, a map to buried treasure. And uh, I love that the dean's like, I didn't know it was literal. Uh-huh. Yeah. Very the, funny to me. If I moved into an office and there was a photo hanging up of a dude <laughs> and then it says the truth is behind this photo, I would immediately pull that photo off the wall. Oh yeah. It's it's probably just like a prank or like a picture of like a a real gross spider or something to oh, freak yeah. me out. But I'm going to do it. Like you there's no way I'm it. not going to do it. I'm not going to be like, oh, that doesn't mean anything. I'm going to pull that picture off the wall and I'm going to be freaked the hell out by whatever prank is under that thing. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to do it. You can't stop me. You got, you, you, and nor should you. You got to know. Meanwhile, in the study room, Britta and Jeff are having a moment. Britta's listening to her iPod Nano, her famous iPod Nano. She's having some feelings about the school closing down. Jeff comes in. He's like, oh, I, they, Subway offered me a job. They're going to make him a sandwich, a, a professor of sandwich law. Mm-hmm. Very um, focused. And they give him the black card, which, you know, got to get we've already t- We've already talked about the black card. Uh, so he's going to teach sandwich law and uh, Britta's going to go be a bartender. And they they have this moment where they're just like, yeah, I'm kind of looking forward to some sanity and, you know, things got here got real weird and they're ready to kind of just go have a normal life. And then they have this moment where uh, Britta's like, and to think all this started because you wanted to nail me. And then they like share this weird emotional moment and then they are immediately just like, 
Or, uh, Britta goes out, out to clean out her locker, she said, at the age of 83. Uh, 83? 33. <laughs> it's been 84 um, years. And uh, sometimes this podcast feels like it's been 84 years. So um, she's walking off to go clean out her locker. And Jeff is like, let's get married. And then she's like, okay, like this, yeah, they- this just, this feels right. And then they kiss and they're about to have ta- sex on the table. Got to go two for two. You got to go two for two. You have sex on one table. You, you got to have, have sex, sex on, a, on, on the second the tables. table. Whatever table replaces that sex table, you got to have sex on it. Otherwise, the streak is broken and you can't say, oh, yeah, I've had sex on that table. Exactly. It's like being naked on bridges. You got you to gotta just cross them all off the list, right? You can't stop yeah, at one. And, you're, it, it, and Ben is on that journey. I'm on that journey. I've got a lot of bridges to <laughs> a go. A lot of bridges. <laughs> but we're working uh, on it. Working on it. So um, so as they're about to have sex on this table, every, uh, <laughs> Annie, Abed, and the Dean clay- burst in like, we found buried, we're going to find buried treasure. They, they literally, because they're like, okay, yeah, but we got to be real quiet. We got to be real quiet about it. Uh-huh. And then we don't want anyone sc- to know about the buried treasure. And they're just start shouting buried treasure yeah. over and over and over and over and over uh, again. What behind one of the subway ads, which has a giant tomato on it, which will become useful in a moment, Chang is like listening to us and and says, Oh, emergency meeting, and writes down the word tomato. And it sent me oh like I lost it. It's <laughs> So funny that he's listening to them talk about buried treasure. He he says the word emergency meeting and then writes down tomato on a piece of paper. It's why why does he do this? Um so it's yeah, so that's so funny to me. That's kind of that's the end of the episode. We get a little tag. It's just Hickey and Duncan are hanging out. And, and basically um, trying to figure out if they're actually related to each other. Yeah, because they're just sharing a drink. And then uh, uh, mm-hmm. we find out that Hickey spent some time in Lincolnshire around where uh, Duncan's from. And then yeah, Scunthorpe. Uh, uh-huh, and he, we, he lost his virginity in, in the pub there. And then... Um, uh wow i was taking bad notes because i wrote my mother was a stansbury pub nope uh duncan's mother was a uh <laughs> a prostitute at the pub i don't think it was a prostitute just a whore well no i guess that's the same word yeah i was thinking <laughs> I, I i my brain was like no she's just a slut maybe you're you're right maybe i mean he might be meaning it more in the just like general slut oh that's true yeah who knows either way uh it turns out they might uh it's uh it's not it's not duncan's mother because uh duncan's mother has two thumbs and hickey uh slept with a woman who had one thumb but hickey may have slept with his aunt Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's like, well, I'm going to stay with my cousin Clive. You know, you and you and you and you would get along well with him. And they kind of inquisitely stare at each other's like, mm-hmm. and then that's that's it. And that is the end of the episode. Unless there's any, we, we kind of we we skipped over a lot so that I could talk about. Oh uh, yes. P- 
places I've been naked (laughs) (laughs) and places that I found out that certain people were arrested. Um, This was a bin deep dive, if you will. This one one got a little bit away from me. This one was more... This one was more about me than it was community. Um, (laughs) Usually, usually we don't talk about community. We talk about some other piece of media. This time we just talked about bin. We just... We we, we did... We did... (laughs) Uh, play some songs from Ace Attorney, which uh, hopefully doesn't get us sued. And um, <laughs> to be fair, that was on topic. Is, is there anything else bef- uh, that you want to talk about? I have hit all of my things. Uh, so I believe, unless you've got something, that it's time for Great. This is clearly a table setting um, because we're going to go, like you you mentioned, it's a two-parter. So this is kind of like the first act of the two-act two play that they're doing. Um, I do really like Abed's kind of navel-gazy, masturbatory, anti-comedy kind of, uh, you know, anti-entertainment. <laughs> is this a story or not? Um, I it, like it's taking meta to an absurd state, which is already kind of absurd, um, that I really enjoy. And yeah, it's, it, I mean, like everyone's f- doing their damnedest to make this work. Like Michael McDonald as the, uh, the insurance appraiser, all the subway folks and the, uh, the school board being drunk as shit. It's, it's all very good. Um, but at the same time, this is the first half of a story, which is fine. But, you know, like, you can only do so much with the first half of a story. <laughs> sure. Um. So it, there's a lot of setting up the the bowling pins to knock them down later. Um, and also, uh, just cut out Jared Fogle out of this episode. Thank you very much. It doesn't add anything anymore. <laughs> Uh-huh. Um, it adds some cringe. Oh, a lot of so, it actually. You know. Sorry, I'm let me let me let me rephrase. It doesn't add anything positive. Um, you know, it's just there are good bits and it's good and it's it's not a terrible uh way to spend <laughs> you know 26 minutes or whatever. I think there's a, a good amount of funny bits. I really laughed at Chang and Dean Pelton and the the like the the moment when I had to pause and like write in all caps about Starburns putting on Dave, oh man, that was a moment in my life. That was the first time I'd ever kind of put that together. Um, but it also because it's so tables like setting up the table for it to be destroyed later. I mean, it's it's fine. It's a B probably for me. I would say uh, it, it again. It's funny, and I like Abed's like story free plot to be blown apart because like, well, actually, there is a story here. I think that's very funny um, for a sitcom to the idea of a sitcom not having a situation. Um, so I'm gonna give it a B, um, and I'd love to know what you think. Okay. Um- Community doesn't really do two parters. Um, there, there's only there's only a small handful of them, um, right? And you get you get some that like uh, a fistful of paintballs, right? Is almost it, it? It could you could have wrapped it up and it could have been its own thing, 
Um, sure. Because most of it wasn't really setting up for part two. It was just kind of like, here's the thing. Also, we're going to keep this paintball thing going. So, right. like, I would hang, agree hang, with you there. Like, to the point where they do a genre switch for the second episode, it's sort of like how you've got Kill Bill Volume One and Two, and like Kill Bill Volume One is sort of like a, uh, like, samurai revenge story and part two is like a western um and like there's there's genre overlap but like taking each kind of at its own like it's it's two simultaneously part of the same thing but like two very different things at the same time anyways all that setup is to say uh community doesn't really do two-parters often and i'm glad that they don't (laughs) (laughs) um because and and like i didn't i didn't watch season 5 uh w- like i don't think i watched season 5 kind of when it was airing i think i came back to it later sure. um um i mean i i can remember exactly where i was when i learned that uh certain subway adsmen got arrested but um i can't remember for the life of me if i watched season 5 when it when it actually aired sure. but in general um nowadays when i'm doing rewatches not for this podcast you finish episode 1 and you move right into episode 2 like you don't you don't have to wait a week in order to get the resolution to part 1 right um just watching part 1 really leaves me unsatisfied like <laughs> i think i think the jokes are good like it's it's a mostly fun episode i like the return of subway as like a weird villain where like it's a sandwich school now like that's funny. Um, mm-hmm. Jeff is going to teach uh, law of sandwich. Like, first of all, I want to take that class. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I love I love the guy who does um, the uh, um, uh, insurance adjustment. Mm-hmm. Uh, just his performance. Is, is very funny to me. Um, I, I like I like so many things about this episode. But the fact that like it's a it's a two parter like it it builds up and then it's just kind of like okay like you know like on a, on a drama when you have a two parter you're like on you're on the edge of your seat right by the yeah. end you're just like oh man I can't wait to find out what happens next time mm-hmm. with this I'm just like so wait they found a map behind a photo. And it leads to buried treasure. Like, there's no context for any of this. <laughs> and I, I, I think, I think now that I'm kind of describing it, I think that's sort of my problem with it. Where it's just okay. like, it is this weird Deus Ex Machina at the last moment, where it's just like, there's this picture that we've never talked about before that has a plaque on it that says the truth is behind this picture and behind the picture is a dusty map that no one has seen for ages and that map happens to have a a thing to buried treasure when we are in need of buried treasure to save the school from ourselves and subway um and it's like and that's it tune in next time 
for the conclusion <laughs> of the thing we literally right. just set up. And I'm like, hold on a second. Um, wait, 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 just a minute. Uh huh. You're doing your best Columbo. I'm, this is not my best Columbo. <laughs> um, so you're doing a Columbo. Uh, Peter Falk is spinning in his grave. Um, so you're, you're telling me that in the last five minutes, in the last two minutes, really, Britta and Jeff decide to get married to each other. And then <laughs> also they found a map to buried treasure behind a photo in the Dean's office. That's always been there and literally said to look behind the photo. <laughs> And now I have to wait till next week to figure out what's going on. Like, I'm not that interested. Like, it's 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 kind of a weird, it's kind of a weird thing. Now, I do honestly really like the Britta and Jeff moment where like there's some real emotion in there. Like I I give I give community the occasional crap about kind of skipping over a lot of the real emotion which is going to definitely come back to bite me next season. Um, but here in this episode, like Britta, you know, you're, the, the study room is empty and Britta is uh, sitting alone listening to her iPod Nano of of fame. Mm-hmm. Um, just kind of soaking it in. And then like she and Jeff have this moment and there's there's stuff like that really make me appreciate this episode more than the like buried treasure woo buried treasure buried treasure tune right. in next time for buried treasure um <laughs> so i think it's a fine episode but like being like oh well and next time uh tune in for the conclusion i'm like okay whatever i guess i will so i mean i give it a b um i i think Sort of like when we talked about uh, the Futurama movies where like they got kind of tedious when you are watching a quarter of the movie every week. (laughs) Yeah. But overall, I like the Futurama movies. I feel like if you had a an hour long episode and maybe they maybe they wanted to maybe the, the maybe NBC wouldn't let them do it. Who knows? Right. Um. But if you had this as a like single hour long episode, so like, oh, buried treasure. And then you get a commercial break. You get up, you pee, you get a little popcorn, whatever. You sit mm. back down and You're boom. Like, All right. Now, I am. I am in for this heist of this buried treasure. Right. I've got my popcorn and I've got my Pepsi. I'm I'm way more into that. But like just it just kind of ends. And I'm just like, OK, well, that happened. So like it's a it's a B. I, I would I would give it a B. It's a it's a decently fun episode, but like watching it just as like a self-contained 24 minutes of television. I'm like, it's fine. But with that said, that is in that context of like, you don't usually just watch one episode of Community like. Right. Because generally, generally, you're just in the world of binge watching. Yeah, exactly. We're in the age. So like I would I would probably give it like. I would give it a higher grade, except that like, that, I don't. It doesn't really like entice me to watch them. I mean, I will because it's community and it's going to be good. But there, there's nothing about the like cliffhanger of it of being like, oh, okay, like 
it's it's fine um it's a, it's a b it's it's not it's there's nothing bad about it other than it just i just leave and i'm like okay i watched an episode of a thing all right bye mm-hmm. next time so but we want to know what you think about this episode about whether or not starburns my client <laughs> is innocent or guilty uh we want to know what you think about would you photocopy your butt or uh spike the punch mm-hmm. we it's, it's holiday time baby which one are you gonna do at your holiday party uh i was about to say tweet your photocopies at it but don't do that don't, don't. let let's 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 leave that to the imagination uh hey you've all got nice butts uh agreed what you can tweet us or whatever or email us are are your best recipes for spiked punch uh and your best colombo impressions we want to know all these things and more we we will play those colombo impressions uh send yeah send record yourself doing a colombo impression (laughs) and send it to contact at goodmorninggreendale.com uh and uh we'll 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 play your Columbo impressions. I don't know why this is our new bit, but it is. We don't know all these things and more. You can find us on the internet at goodmorninggreendale.com. Uh we are on failing website Twitter while it continues mm-hmm. to exist, where mm-hmm. Mike has uh posted some savage memes of me um <laughs> Or at my direction yeah, of the, at your uh, direction. the saving the, private just... Ryan gif <laughs> of one uh, Matt Damon in the film Saving Private Ryan. Legitimately, as soon as we stopped recording, I put that up there. I tagged it with what time I scheduled it at because it was very important to me. Uh you can you can do both of those things. Let us know. Just say <laughs> hi. Let us know if you're enjoying yes. the thing. And uh Boy, and we you, hope you are enjoying this. If you're really enjoying the thing, if you listen to this episode and you're like, ah, oh, dip, I gotta give these guys some money, you can do that at <laughs> patreon.com slash back to Futurama. We certainly appreciate it, but just as long as you're coming with us on these journeys, uh, we appreciate you uh, so much. Thank you so much for interacting with us, uh, whether that's on failing website Twitter or failing website Facebook or non-failing website good, good Greendale.com. Uh, or good, good morning, good morning, Greendale. good morning, Greendale.com. There is a contact <laughs> form if you want to send us a meme or, or just contact at goodmorninggreendale.com um and send us that uh yeah. colombo impression we'll play and, it and, on the air and we we love you for doing it we we love uh everybody's uh kind words and you know what i i know we're recording this pre uh some of the holidays and uh this will come out post some of the holidays uh but we want to send our love to everyone as uh, we kind of go into the winter holiday season and uh yeah we'll see you uh next week yeah i hope uh hope you all had a great uh christmas and hanukkah and um all the all the different holidays and uh looking forward to another cool year of doing podcasts woo Next week we're finishing up season we're finishing up season five right at the end of the year. Oh man! First episode of the year is going to be um, uh, the the finale for season five. 
then we're going to get into season six. We're coming up on the end, baby. We're uh-huh. coming up on the end. Until we'll, the movie. Until the movie. Uh, Which we will watch one quarter we, at a time. No, we should not. <laughs> we just discussed this. <laughs> but but before the movie, I believe we'll still do some Back to the Futurama. Yeah, we'll be back. We'll be back on that. So you're not look forward. you're not getting away from us that easily unless you unsubscribe. But please do not do that. We need you. We love you. Until then, I'm Ben, <laughs> and I'm Subway. <laughs> Eat, Eat fresh. fresh. <laughs> <laughs>